Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Another rain out, another doubleheader in my Tell Me Something Cool. The first thing that I literally said was, hey, John and Susan, (laughs) let's hope this rain doesn't create another doubleheader tomorrow. And that's exactly what happened. Keith McPherson on the fan. Blessed to have another four hours, not a five hour KM to AM, but a four hour KM to AM on a little bit earlier than usual, you know, when the Yankees play, I don't start until 11 o'clock. They found a way to play a four-hour pitch clock game. You know, wacky things happened in Fenway last night. So my show was quick. It was two hours, 12 to 2. And I guess we'll elaborate on some things, speak more on some things tonight. And I know what everybody wants to speak on and talk about. There's really one main topic. There's really one story And it hasn't changed too much since I was on last night. The only thing that changed was that we did hear from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes on his Instagram account. And I think before this post came out, I was listening to um, Evan and Tiki. They were talking about Rob Sala hadn't heard from him. And Woody Johnson kind of put out a tweet that some thought was Woody Johnson begging Aaron Rodgers to come back. Uh, I guarantee you he's talked to the owner and his head coach between Monday night, Tuesday night, and now Wednesday during the day. We're now into Wednesday night. Reminder, week two kicks off tomorrow. But Aaron Rodgers takes to his Instagram account. And he posts a nice picture of himself in that moment. Holding the flag with that throwback Jets jersey on. With that captaincy on his chest. The whole world watching on 9-11. Here he comes, the GOAT, new Jets quarterback. And he posts that image, and the caption said, thank you to every person that has reached out, called, text, DM'd, connected through a friend, ETC. And, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, I bet a bunch of people blew him up, and it seems like, uh, you know, he retreated to his mansion in North Jersey and just needed some time to himself. But he goes on and he says, uh, it has meant a ton to me. 
And I'll try and get back to all of you soon with the little like crying eyes emoji and a heart. Um, I'm completely heartbroken, moving through all of the emotions, but deeply touched and humbled by the support and love with a broken heart emoji. Please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as I begin the healing process today. The night is darkest before the dawn and I shall rise again. Proud of my guys. One and oh, jet emoji. Hashtag. You know, um, when I saw that, I'm like, okay. You know, hit the darkness retreat, hit your ayahuasca rehab return. We'll see you in 2024. We can wait. And um, I know there's a lot of folks that were saying he was going to retire. I speculated that on Monday night being live on air because I'm like, if this guy was one foot out the door and now that one foot has a torn Achilles, that's a long road. And that's a mental grind on top of a physical grind. I know people that are out there listening that have had surgery and had to go to physical therapy. You know, you might be able to kind of understand. You know, I've had injuries playing sports and had to rehab, and it, it's it's a mind game. It sucks. And imagine how hard it is for that guy. Seeing that post, it, it kind of flipped things for me. Because I was talking about Aaron Rodgers' karma and the Jets' bad luck. You combine those two things, and boom. Four plays into the game, that's what you get. But he's a person, too. He's a man as well. And this is his career on the line, his legacy on the line. He's not going to go out that way. That's not it. That's not the last you're going to see of Aaron Rodgers. So tonight, I started to think of the silver lining. And it sucks that we're not even on week two kicking off and Jets fans have to think of a silver lining. I yelled last night about Zach Wilson. I'm not going to yell about Zach Wilson tonight. I, I hope that you understand that there's no way Zach Wilson is ready to step in there and play at the level expected to take a team like this to the promised land. Definitely not the Super Bowl. Definitely not the playoffs. I don't care what anyone has to say. I'll be damned. If I see it, that's the only way I'll believe it. I gave it a 20% chance last night. You all have seen Zach Wilson time and time again. There's not one game, there's not one thing that you've seen to make you say that this can happen. You're making yourself think that it can happen because you don't want to give up. Because of all of the hype and all of the anticipation and the wait for this season. Well, don't give up on the rest of the guys on the team. My first take on Monday night was that they have to get another quarterback. Regardless, they can't go forward with Zach, Wilson, Tim, Boyle. If Zach gets his Achilles crunched or an ankle rolled or concussed or whatever it is in Dallas on Sunday, then you're down to Tim Boyle. What are you going to go bring Chris Strebler back from the practice squad? I don't even think he's on the practice squad. They have to sign a veteran quarterback whether they think Zach Wilson is the guy or not. And clearly they thought he was the, the second guy because they didn't go out and get a guy. That's risky business. When I was talking about I thought the Jets were going to go 8-9 and nine, and I mentioned weak links, I said there were weak, weak links in the roster and in the coaching staff. And people attack me online, as people do online, because it's easy to throw stones and hide your hands. But I'm like, listen to what I'm saying to you. When you go through their depth chart and their roster and you see a 39-year-old quarterback and the backup is Zach Wilson, that means you're one play away from going back to where you were last year, which was the worst quarterback play in the league. You're there now, but the hope, 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 Hope Week 
is that Zach Wilson has matured some, which I think he has. I don't think that his teammates look at him the same way. I don't think he's arrogant and cocky. Through hard knocks, we were able to see he's literally a child. He's literally a kid. But he has to mature on that field. He has to be able to be a leader of men on that field. And that's hard to do for a young man in this spotlight, in this city. He wasn't expecting to have to do that this year. So it's okay. I give him two games. I give Zach Wilson two games. But the silver lining in all of this is now from this moment until Aaron Rodgers rehabs, which I think it's like a half a year to rehab from an Achilles. I don't know. I don't want to be, pretend to be a doctor. Um, you saw how long Kevin Durant took with his Achilles. You remember Kobe Bryant and his Achilles. J.K. Dobbins just tore his Achilles week one. I don't want to speculate on it. But let's just say... He's ready for training camp in August. The silver lining is any player like a Dalvin Cook, a McCole Hardman, an Alan Lazard that's a free agent after this season and wants to come to the greatest city in the world to play with Aaron Rodgers, you can go get those guys. The silver lining is if this offensive line is a problem this year and the problem showed itself right away, you can fix it by next year. You can draft an offensive lineman with your first-round pick. The pick that you traded to the Packers for Aaron Rodgers, that's not turning into a first-round pick. He had to play a certain amount of snaps, and it wasn't four. So the silver lining in all of this is that Aaron Rodgers is not hanging it up. Aaron Rodgers sounds determined. He sounds like a guy that is going to go soul-searching. And that's why I said, hit the ayahuasca, bro. He he was out there in Denver talking about, you know, I did ayahuasca. I had two MVP seasons. Hit the ayahuasca. Go on your psychedelic trip. Find yourself now. Rehab in New York with some of the best doctors in the world. I'm sure the Jets are going to take great care of him. Be a coach. Be around the team. And build that rapport even more with the Jets, with the fan base. And then Joe Douglas has the opportunity to go out and really stack the deck around Aaron Rodgers for 2024. I know that sucks for the Jets fans that bought season tickets. I know that sucks for the Jets fans that thought this season in 2023 was going to be the season that they waited for their whole lives. You got to wait some more. We can wait. You waited this long. You can wait another year. Now, this year isn't completely lost. But I'm not going to get on this mic and pretend like Zach Wilson is a good enough quarterback for this team to compete in this NFL and win. It's not the age of Trent Dilfer doing it or Brad Johnson doing it or Rex Grossman getting to a Super Bowl. In this NFL, you have to put up points. In this NFL, you have to move the sticks and punch it in. Not field goals. They have a good field goal kicker. You need to get six. You need touch. You need to get into the end zone. And Zach Wilson has not shown anyone that he's capable of consistently doing that at the level that they're going to need with the schedule that they have. We've been talking about it the last two days straight. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm not selling you anymore. I'm not trying to convince you anymore that they need to get another veteran quarterback in here if they want to try and end the playoff drought, which I told you that should be the goal of this season anyway. Not the Super Bowl. There's a 12-year playoff drought. The goal should be to end that playoff drought with or without Aaron Rodgers because there is enough talent on the team. There are enough dogs on that defense. 
there are enough good skill positions where they should be able to compete with anyone in the NFL, but not with Zach Wilson in his third year, still searching and figuring out who he is in the NFL, who he is as a quarterback, in Nathaniel Hackett's offense, a new system. Nathaniel Hackett's first year in New York as the Jets' offensive coordinator, they've got a ton of work to do. And in the summer, all we heard was, oh, Rodgers is a coach on the field. The offense is easily installed. They're off and running. Oh, the offensive line, don't worry about it. They'll get it fixed. That's what training camp is for. Well, here we are. Plot twist. You're right back to number two, the number two overall pick, Zach Wilson as your quarterback. And this kid has to figure it out sooner rather than later. But if I'm Joe Douglas and Rob Sala, I'm giving him two games. And unfortunately, those two games are against Dan Quinn's defense in Dallas and Bill Belichick's defense in New England. They'll play them in MetLife, but you know what I'm saying. The Patriots are coming to town. Just those two games are going to be tough on that young man. And do I think he can make some throws? He better. Do I think he can, you know, manage the game? He better. You can't absolutely fold. But I, I, I think you're crazy if you're actually calling up the fan and saying we can make the playoffs with this kid after you all buried him last year. People threw his jersey on the field. No, you're on the 2024. Whatever you can get out of this year, whatever joy comes out of this year, take it. I still think that every day that goes by that they don't sign a veteran quarterback, that's time wasted. It's week two. 877-337-6666. I don't know. I'd be looking. If I'm Joe Douglas, I want the biggest, baddest offensive tackle coming into the 2024 draft. I'm trying to sign a free agent, whoever. I'm, I'm on the phone from now Until next year, you want to come play with Aaron Rodgers? You want to put on the Jets jersey? You want to come to the greatest city in the world? That's the silver lining in all this. Rodgers ain't done. He said it wasn't going to be a one-year thing. Now it might be a one-year thing. Next year might be the one year that you have to be Super Bowl or bust, but you have another year to stack the deck. If you guys want to talk Yankees, we can do that too. If you guys want to talk Mets, we can do that too. Speaking of injuries and seasons ending, Max Scherzer is done for the year. Max Scherzer is pitching for the Rangers in Texas, who were in first place for a lot of the year and are still very much in the race for a wild card. I saw our very own Salicata say that the trade that Billy Epler made with Steve Cohen's money was the greatest trade in Mets history, trading Max Scherzer for Luis Angel Acuna. I replied to Sal and I said, Rumble Ponies history. <laughs> Didn't they trade for Keith Hernandez? Didn't they trade for, like, <laughs> the, kid, the kid hasn't played for the Mets yet. But you know what I will say? Well done. Well done. Max Scherzer failed every single time the Mets handed him the ball. Max Scherzer failed in every single big game. He had the sticky stuff nonsense this year. He had injuries this year and last year. The guy walked around as if he was something that he was not. He's old. He's washed. And you know what? You you got out of it a year and a half into it. And you have a young prospect who is in the same bloodline of the National League MVP to be. 877-337-6666. The Mets win tonight, and they go out there and just handle business completely, roll the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. You know, we've got Arizona versus New York, New York versus Arizona in baseball, and then this weekend in football. If you've heard me talk about the Giants going out to the desert to face 
the Arizona Cardinals, the Giants cannot let the Dallas Cowboys beat them twice. You have to flush week one. I saw Kay Adams talking about, if your team lost week one, here's why you shouldn't care. I didn't listen to the videos. I watched most of her videos on mute. They're better that way. I'm just kidding, Kay Adams. Love you. But you are fine. What I'm saying is everybody knows. She had a video on Twitter today talking about you know the stats in week one and how many teams have lost week one. Um, I heard on the fan today uh, a mention of the Bears beating the Niners last year in week one. It's week one. It's preseason. I told you that for weeks. It's glorified preseason. It's preseason for everybody. But now it's real. The Giants can't go 0-2. And you know what? The Arizona Cardinals came out with a lot of fight. I'm watching Red Zone. First play of the game against the Commanders. They whipped that boy's head, Sam Howe. Boop. Did not care. Flag, penalty, out of bounds, late hit, whatever. We're sending a message. We're not tanking. We're not doormats. We're NFL players that are trying to win, even if Josh Dobbs is our quarterback, even if our head coach is a little goofy. Any given Sunday, anyone can win, especially early on in the season. Now, reports out of Giants camp are that a couple guys are hurt. Darren Waller, who we all raved about all summer, oh, he's unguardable. Oh, him and Daniel Jones are going to be a great one-two punch. That's his leading receiver. Darren Waller can be a top three tight end in this league if, if, if he's healthy. It's the NFL. He's not healthy. The same hamstring that had plagued him in Vegas is still plaguing him now. And maybe he plays, but maybe he plays at 70%. You need that guy. That's a guy that you traded for not much, but you need him to be a factor. More so than him, Andrew Thomas, you absolutely need. Andrew Thomas, I believe, will play. I think these guys are going to play, but it's not a good sign in 18 weeks of a season that in week two you have key players on your team, some of the best players on your team popping up with DNPs, did not participate in practice. Hamstring for both Andrew Thomas and Darren Waller. 877-337-6666. Can we talk about the Giants on the fan? Can we talk about the Giants going with their starting quarterback, with most of their team intact, to the desert to get a win, to right the ship, before they go face the 49ers? You can't go 0-2 because then you're almost guaranteed to go 0-3. Now, there's a bunch to talk about, man. I, I mean... I I can't do the Zach Wilson conversation the entire night, but if you call up and you have something that you want to add to the discussion that we haven't heard, sure. Don't call me and say Tom Brady. That's already off the table. I think we we may have gotten one Colin Kaepernick. Don't don't waste our time. Don't waste my time, my producer's time, or the hundreds of thousands of people that will hear this. At this point, Zach Wilson is the starter for the Jets. It is what it is. It's at least the next two weeks. If they sign Chad Henney because he knows Nathaniel Hackett's system, great. You know, we saw him step in for Pat Mahomes last year when Mahomes went down against the Jaguars. Coincidentally, the Chiefs faced the Jaguars this week. I, I would bet the Chiefs. I bet you they're, they can't wait to get back on the field. Chris Jones is back. I think Kelsey might go too. The Chiefs want to erase week one like the Giants have to. We'll talk all around the NFL, the matchups tonight. You know, I'm on till 2 a.m., so it'll be Thursday. Week two will start, and we can really just take a look at the matchups. It's it's Vikings-Eagles on Amazon Prime. I think that's a good matchup. I I mean, I think that's going to be great. I was home just now before this um, watching that 
Eagles-Patriots game. And that's another thing. Jets fans, if you think the Patriots are sweet, they're not. And what I mean by sweet, if you think they're soft, they're not. They had two mistakes, and and they spotted them points, similar to how the Giants spotted the Cowboys points, but they couldn't come back. The Patriots spotted the Eagles points, a Darius Slate touchdown that was tipped off the receiver's hand to him, an Ezekiel Elliott fumble, swung the game early, but Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien and the new guys that are on the Patriots fought back and made that a game. They're, they're going to be decent this year. It's not a guarantee at all that you beat them because you have more talent than them you think. They have a better head coach than you for sure, and he's got an axe to grind every time he sees the green and white. So there's plenty to talk about, man, but I don't want to take too much time on my open. We've already got a full rack of calls. I appreciate you guys. WFAN, I appreciate the opportunity. I feel blessed this week. Right? All this talk about me being a Dallas fan, going from week one and week two, who did Dallas play? The two New York teams, the Giants and the Jets. I know a good amount about the Giants and the Jets, but I definitely know the most about the Dallas Cowboys out of anybody on this station. So if you have any questions about the team that the Giants just lost to, that the Jets are going to face, call me up. I feel blessed that I don't have to watch the Yankees. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. If you look at my Twitter, there was a post that came out with the standings in Major League Baseball. Somebody did the work of where the Yankees would be, where the whole league would be. If one-run games got flipped, the Yankees would be a second-place team. And then, obviously, other games outside of that, they might be even better. But when you think about the coulda, shoulda, woulda, I talked about it on the fan last week, September 7th. I said, yeah, you guys are getting all into this postseason push, and like it's too little too late. I'm still thinking about all the games where they couldn't score more than three runs, and they got beat 4-3. I'm thinking about all the games where they had stupid lineups that made no sense. I'm thinking about all the games where they pulled the starter and went to the bullpen or had somebody come out of the bullpen that you knew was going to blow the game and how cavalier the Yankees are in April, May, June. Like the games don't count when we get here to September. It's another wasted Yankee season of my life. I'm relieved that another night I don't have to watch the Yankees and I can connect with you for four hours. We did this on Monday for five hours. It's Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up and we'll get right into it. Let's hit that, Connor. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yes, sir. Right back at it, man. I mean, it wasn't long ago that it was 2 a.m. Keith McPherson on The Fan, taking your calls, talking sports in the greatest city in the world, the greatest sports station ever created. 
You know how this goes. 877-337-6666. Let's get right into it, man. And, you know, you internet trolls are hilarious. I'm about to stop addressing you in a minute because you don't even deserve the light. But as soon as I go to my Twitter, which, like, it's a machine, right? It's a tool. You use this to connect with fans because not everybody can call and get through on the line, right? So I can talk to you quicker online. And as soon as I go check, someone's like, oh, the Dallas Cowboys fan says we can't talk about the Jets quarterback on the fan tonight. I'm like, bro, I did not say that, please. What I said was I am not going to scream about Zach Wilson tonight. I did that already the last two nights. I'm not going to yell about it. You know my stance. Can I Can I give you my statement again so we don't like confuse it or mix it up? I know a lot of people are saying a lot of different things. I don't believe in Zach Wilson. If it was me, I'm giving him a 20% chance to be successful this season and have a winning season that could lead to a playoff berth, the end of the playoff drought for the New York Jets. 20, 20%. And that 20% could shrink down to 0% after week two and three. I'm giving him two games. Let's see how he plays against Micah Parsons and those guys in Dallas opening up Jerry World with 80,000 screaming fans. Let's also see how he plays when they return back to the scene of Aaron Rodgers' uh, you know, Achilles injury, MetLife Stadium, the second home game with Bill Belichick, former Jets head coach, returning to MetLife Stadium, the Meadowlands, always with an axe to grind, always with a chip on his shoulder, and let's see how he does against that defense. I, I just don't, I don't see it. I would love to be wrong. I would love to get on the fan and be like, yo, Zach Wilson threw for 250 yards, ran for another 45 on the ground, had three touchdowns. He shut me up. I was in my living room like, wow, this kid balled. The Dallas Cowboys defense had no answer for him. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious to even like hypothetically speak of. In my position, like I'm saying, you know, they need to get somebody else. They need to get a veteran quarterback. They should have had one already. Again, again, they don't learn. Again, you should have had a veteran quarterback when Zach Wilson came in. You should have had a veteran backup for your 39-year-old uh, savior. And, you know, here you are now, um, Tim Boyle, third-string quarterback. I don't think he's the guy either. So good luck to Zach Wilson. And I, and I don't mean that sarcastically. Good luck to him. He's got to survive that game. And he's got to survive his teammates turning on him again and the fan base turning on him again. Joe's in West Orange on the fan. Go for it, Joe. Hey, Keith, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Good, good to be back. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah. So listen, I, I wanted to um, – I just wanted to share with you. So I, I definitely am I'm, – I'm a longtime Jeff fan, and I'm definitely in agreement with your with your opening monologue, right? Like I, I definitely think they should be looking for a uh, – a veteran backup quarterback like like Stat, but but I I will say this though, Keith, and this is where I respectfully disagree with you. I, I think things are different this this year, man. I you know I I watched that game, and you, you're talking about a defense that stopped the you know prolific Buffalo Bills, right? Which are typically a speed bump between you know Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow, uh, you know uh, Bengals facing off each other. In the uh, in, in in the playoffs, and, and and I think one thing that you have said on a couple of times on the show, which I which I love and I agree with, right? I think this team has a has a bigger will to win, and I think you see it in the defense, special teams. I mean, you have Dalvin Cook now. Brees Hall 
in his first two receptions, right? It was sick. Like, I think he had yeah, his first two carries. I ha- they had me pumped. I was tweeting about it. Breeze Lightning, he's incredible. I can't believe that kid has come back from the ACL injury had, like that. I mean, like, crazy, right? Like, my, my buddy and I were laughing because we're like, he has two receptions for 109 yards already. Carries, and yeah. now add in, you know, you, you add in, you know, Garrett Wilson, uh, Lazard. And I'll tell you this, too. Like, I don't know if you, I'm sure you probably saw that, the one catch. I think Lazard almost didn't even believe how fast and how hard Wilson could throw that football. Yeah, surprised me. That was a good throw. That was, I mentioned that. that I'm right. like, if he can do that consistently, I don't know if he can do it consistently. Right. I, and, and I agree with you. I think our best chance is that he, he just has to become like a game manager, not try to do, not try to do too much, and let, let, let those other skilled, you know, those other skill positions and players and, and, and that sick defense, just hopefully that stays healthy and it gives us a puncher's chance. But otherwise, I think, I think you nailed it in your monologue, and I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks for the call. And also in my monologue, I talked about the silver lining, and I want to bring in Connor in a second to talk about the silver lining for Jets fans going into 2024. I know it's a long time to wait. Derek Jeter said next year, get him next year. I don't want to hear that. That's 12 months from now. You know how long that is? It's, it's a long time. But we have to move on from week one. And that's why I keep saying it's glorified preseason. That was one of the worst games that Josh Allen has ever played. And it seems like the Jets always have the Bills number. They beat them last year, huh? It seems like, you know, Josh Allen struggles when he comes to New York, New Jersey. I, I don't know what it is, but I can't read too much into one game that they won with a walk-off punt return that could have been called back. I can't read too much into one game where Josh Allen had three interceptions and he dropped a snap that hit him in the face, fumbled it, gave it right to... I can't read to... That doesn't happen. That does not happen. I can't can't say like, oh, well, this defense off of one game. Because you know what? The defense gets tired. The defense gets gassed. If you're going three and out, three and out, punt, punt, those guys aren't as effective. It's just that's how football works. And I hate to always remind y'all that I played the game, but like that actually does matter. Not just like Pop Warner High School. I've been in all these different situations and seen how it plays. And I'll say this. I played quarterback, and there were games where I was hurt. And you know what? Teams underestimate a team when they don't have – they're starting quarterback. So you also have that, right? The Dallas Cowboys could take their foot off the gas and say, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be a walk in the park. Next thing you know, it's a tight game in the fourth quarter. A punt return could win it. But I can't say that that's going to last the whole season and every game. You need week one to happen 17 more weeks. Like, it's just, I, I can't, I, it's not solid enough, folks. I can't go off that one game where you got pretty much every break and you still could have lost the game. 877-337-6666. So much hinges on Zach Wilson. I, I, I don't want my own favorite team to sleep, and I don't think they're sleeping on anybody. I just I think they know better. I, just, I think they know better. It's the home opener. They don't care who's back there. They don't care if it's Daniel Jones. Micah Parsons going on Bleacher Report app talking about they should have protected Daniel Jones. They should have taken him out of the game. He's taking hits. Guys are having false starts. There was nothing to prove there. You're paying him a lot of money. They don't care if it's Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson. Honestly, Dallas Cowboys fans wanted Aaron Rodgers. 
The Cowboys went to Lambeau and lost last year to Aaron Rodgers. In 2016 and 2014, those were devastating playoff losses for the Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Cowboy fans. Jared Cook down the sideline. How'd he get open? Rodgers somehow finds him. Mason Crosby kicks the field goal to win it. Dez caught it, but did he catch it? Megatron rule. Nope, he didn't catch it. But later on, he did catch it. It doesn't matter. Romo and the Cowboys lose in Lambeau. So I I wanted Rodgers. I wanted some revenge. I'm like, yeah, send him week two. He hasn't met Micah Parsons in that Dallas jersey. Like, he, like he needs to really get a load of Michael Parsons like, like this year. Like those playoff losses, Michael Parsons wasn't there. Like we need some get back at home. He ain't met Michael Parsons in the crib in the Lions den. The Lions always hungry. Lewis is in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Lewis? Hey, we're going to run them out of town. What's the problem? I don't know what Jeff fans are thinking. You know, not only Micah Parsons, but the whole Dallas defense was amazing. Yeah. The pass rush. You know what? The Jets have a third running back, and that's Zach Wilson. He's going to be running back. He's going to be running for his life. He's going to be seeing not only number 11. There's no way. There's no That way. offensive line for the Jets, they let Aaron Rodgers get pressured every single play. It was Correct. only four. Correct. So do we think that Zach Wilson's not going to be under duress? Of course he is. And then also I'm hearing everybody say, oh, the Giants, that first drive, they were running the ball down their throats. It's the first drive of the first game. Okay, so let's let's have a strategy that Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, they're just going to hand the ball off. Okay, they're going to load up the box. It's going to be very predictable. It's just I, I'm, not, I'm not buying it. I don't see it. Cowboys are not so good on the run, but if they're ready for it. And we don't know that, though. If if you're gearing up for the run, like they they knew that the Giants were going to pass because the Giants were down so many points. The clock isn't your friend. You got to throw the ball to try to get back into the game, even in the rain. But in an indoor stadium like Jerry World is, perfect conditions, run it, throw it, whatever, they're going to be ready to defend. They have an extra night to rest. Remind you that the Jets played Monday night, and not only did they play Monday night, they lost Aaron Rodgers, and that was a rough night where nobody slept. Think like you guys got to think about it, man. Like it's just not like I can't. You can't sell me on Zach Wilson is going to shock the world and go to Dallas and beat the Cowboys. It's not. The Jets have a good defense, but let's not forget the Cowboys have a good offensive line. The Cowboys are pretty good everywhere. They they really don't have that big of a weakness. I've I've heard some hosts try to pick them apart, but it, it there's no glaring weakness. There's a, a ton of disrespect really for Dak good? Prescott. You know looked very good. Pollard, Pollard looked excellent. Yeah, speaking of Brees Hall coming back from from his injury, I know Pollard didn't tear his ACL. He like shattered his leg, broke his leg, but Pollard came right back, ready to go. It's his team now. No Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke's with the Patriots. Pollard's ready to go. Rico Dowdle is ready to go. Deuce Vaughn is going to be ready to go with a couple goal line plays, gadget plays. And what's um, the other guy? Twerp on? I don't even know how to pronounce Kayvon Turpin, who's really a receiver, but okay. his, he, he, doesn't, okay. he, he doesn't have sure hands. So they're figuring out ways to get him the ball because he's shifty, he's quick. He's the kick return, punt return guy, but they're using him in the offense now. They have multiple weapons. I put something out there on Twitter today about Dak Prescott because I said the delusion paired with the disrespect, it, it's like crazy to me. But the Dallas Cowboys are averaging 29.9 points per game with Dak Prescott under center since 2019. That's the highest right. points per game among all teams and all quarterbacks. 
during that span. Right. Like you, Jerry if you want to go to Jerry World with Zach Wilson and the Jets this week, you're gonna have to put up over 20 points, really like over 30 points, to beat these guys. If Dak is hot and he doesn't turn it over, he'll be good. They're he'll not. They're not. This is a different offense. They're not relying on Dak to be hot and throw the ball 50 times a game. You know, you saw that even in in the little small sample size that you got on Sunday Night Football. They're gonna run it. And they're not gonna give they're not gonna give Dak the uh, the ball to throw that much and potentially throw it to the defense, throw interceptions. He's just got to go out there and do enough. Get the ball to C.D. Lamb on some easy throws. You know, get the ball to your tight end or try to. Tight end's got to be better. Well, Ferguson dropped the ball because you know why? Tight end's got to be better. He ran before he had it. A lot of people do that mistake. Brandon Cooks, they're saying, might miss this game. He came up on the injury report, but at the same time. Jalen Tolbert will be ready. They they have enough guys. Yeah, they got a ton of weapons. Um, they're they're walking into something that like it's not sweet. And this has been an emotional week for the Jet fan, the Jet fan base, uh, the, the the Jets, the Jets coaches, all that. And they got to gear up, get on a plane, and fly to uh, Dallas Fort Worth and get ready to to face a team that just came into their stadium had the biggest win of week one, a 40-burger with a goose egg, right. and walked I, off the field honest, calling it AT&T North. If it was Rodgers, I would be worried because he owns the Cowboys, but not Wilson. If it was Rodgers, I'd be anticipating a, a more even game. It's not Aaron Rodgers. So I understand the defenses. People want to say, oh, these defenses, someone said that to me today online, oh, these defenses are evenly matched. No, they're not. You guys are going off of a week one game and Josh Allen having a terrible game. Like, didn't the Jets lose six games in a row to end the season last year with a very similar to the same defense? What are we talking about? Thanks for the call, Lewis. It's okay to just, like, face the reality of it. And luckily now, it is not just hot takes and hyperbole. We have the actual game. And after the game Sunday, we'll have all next week to talk about it. And if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. I, I will be shocked. Color me shocked if Zach Wilson and the Jets go in there and shut the Cowboys out and Zach, Zach is, is able to throw three touchdowns. I just can't see it, man. So prove me wrong, Zach Wilson. Show us that you've taken the next step, that the tutelage of Aaron Rodgers has made you into an NFL quarterback. I forget what player on the Jets said that Zach Wilson is a starter on, on any other team in the NFL. I'm like, they are. This Kool-Aid that they are making and serving to everybody it didn't have enough sugar in it. It is. It, I, it does not taste good. I, I don't want any. They can keep it. Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. As we proceed to give you what you need, it's the fan in New York. Your nighttime host, Keith McPherson, talking through all the talk. And all the talk is J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm definitely about to get off Twitter. <laughs> These Jets fans are like, are you saying the Cowboys' defense is better than the Jets' defense? The Cowboys gave up zero points in week one. We're about to find out. I swear, it's like people are drunk off of that win. For most of that game, you thought you were going to lose. If Xavier Gibson doesn't return that punt, if Surratt gets a flag actually thrown there, and that comes back, like we, we're in a different world. But I understand you got to latch on to all that you have. Connor, talk to me, bro. You're a Jets fan. You're wearing your Jets gear proud, and you should be because you have a hell of a team. But they are missing the number one ingredient to success in this NFL, 
the quarterback. That's why you did so much to go get Aaron Rodgers. I heard one of your shows one night talking about how important it was to get Aaron Rodgers. How do you feel now that Aaron Rodgers is out of the equation, and is there a silver lining for you going into next season and not not stressing too much about this season that we're currently in? No, there's no silver lining, and I think that you know the the, the most likely scenario which is going to happen is the Jets win six games, seven games, miss the playoffs. And, and the reason I have no silver lining for next year is because Rodgers would then be 40 years old. He would turn 41 during the season. He's coming off a torn Achilles, so the rehab process is obviously incredibly tough. He's going to be a year older and coming off a torn Achilles. Like you don't really know if you're going to be getting he the Rodgers. You might you be weaker than he get. was. Yeah, coming in with the calf injury and OTAs, and then having the Achilles injury. It's it's just more risk. That's why I say you got to stack the deck. That's why I say Joe Douglas. He's got to be on the phone. Who wants to come play with Aaron Rodgers? And uh, you know he's got to have a hell of a draft. Get some guys that can protect. I don't know. So what? So six games, right? Six games. You're not making the playoffs. And uh, I know that this was supposed to be the year that you do make the playoffs, potentially go to the Super Bowl. I still think that you're going to enjoy the season because of the talent that's on the team. Like Zach Wilson is not going to ruin every Sunday. It's just going to be frustrating still watching this guy because you've had to watch this guy the last couple of years just be inept, just not be able to move the sticks, just miss open guys, throw interceptions, but. Do you feel like the Jets are going to make a move to get a veteran quarterback at some point? Because, honestly, last year Rob Sala said the same thing. This is Zach Wilson's team. And then he benched him the next week and had the kid looking like Anakin Skywalker with the hoodie on in the rain while uh, Mike White ran the show. And it seemed like all of the Jets players were all for that. Yeah, I think they'll probably they'll they'll roll with Zach for a little bit. I think as long as he is not so bad that he is losing games by, you know, turning the ball over and being just so horrendous. If he plays like he did last week where he doesn't really turn it over that much, I think they'll probably just roll with him because the other options are not, you're never going to get somebody like Aaron Rodgers. You're going to bring in maybe Chad Henney. I've heard people mention, you know, Cam Newton or Carson Wentz. These are guys that, there's a reason why they are free agents. Right. It's not because they're superstars. They're guys that nobody believes has anything left in the tank. So, Honestly, your best option might just be let's roll with Zach Wilson and see what happens. And I think the the problem with the fan base to a certain extent is I'm hoping for the best. I hope Zach has this massive leap and all of a sudden he you know he learned a lot from Rodgers and they go and win 10 games, 11 games because Zach turns into a great quarterback. But I think a lot of people in the fan base the issue they're having is all all off season. We all looked at the expectation is not that they're going to win the Super Bowl but that They'd be in the conversation. They could win 12 games. They should win the division. You had all these expectations. And in 75 seconds of Aaron Rodgers being on the fields, all of that, like, in the snap of a finger, disappeared. But I don't think people, like, can, like, almost come to grips with the fact that that actually happens. Yeah. It's like, it's it's denial in in the sense that, you know, you're just hoping that something else can happen. But the reality is, they can maybe make the playoffs. The expectations of them winning a Super Bowl or being in the conversation is over. You know, so I have friends that are Jets fans and I've heard a lot of callers. I've heard Joe Beningo on the air, who I love. It's a lot of guys who are trying to be optimistic, but the the expectations have completely changed. And so yeah, I can I can hope they go to the playoffs, but I entered this year hoping they could win a Super Bowl and that is totally out the window. Yeah, it's hard to let go. It's hard to say goodbye. But nobody died here. Uh it's funny. I did hear Gio use the phrase, and no one owns this phrase. I think I got it from Twitter. Um, and then I heard Evan open up with it. 
But I have in my notes from last night, Tuesday, baby, Tuesday, the first stage of grief is denial. I heard a lot of that today. We're not done. Season's not over. We can do this with Zach. Yeah, we buried him last year, but he's different this year. And uh, I heard that all day today, that the first stage of grief grief is denial. Or that um, they can still win the division. The or odds that like, the it's Jets not all, all is not lost, that like Zach, is, Zach has changed. Zach is a different guy under Nathaniel Hackett and, and now um, being next to Aaron Rodgers. I, I'd, I'd like to see it, honestly. Like I said, before all of this happened, when we were in the preseason, I was talking about, I'm rooting for Zach Wilson. I like that little run he had against the Bucks. Okay, he had a nice little throw in the Hall of Fame game. Maybe there is something there. There was a a clip, a, a soundbite where um, he was getting ready ready, ready for a game, and he said something like, "Ah, football's supposed to be fun. I'm not stressing about football this year." I'm like, "Good, it's a ch- a child's game. You're supposed to be having fun. You get paid millions of dollars to go throw to these fast receivers. You get paid millions of dollars to go put on a helmet and shoulder pads." And rep the Jets like you should be having fun. So I hope that this kid um, and I and I said out out of all of the Jets because I know everybody you know didn't have much sleep on Monday night. Out of all of the Jets, I bet you Zach Wilson slept the best Monday night because he got a win. He came in and led them to victory, and he he was not expecting Monday night to go like that, and he had no visions of Monday night going like that. Now he has to envision himself leading this team to nine more victories. And a playoff berth, and they can't win it like they did on Monday night. It took four That's Bills what I'm saying. turnovers. People keep selling me on this week one game against the Bills, and I'm like, can you guys stop with this? That's one game. That, you actually never see that happen. Four turnovers <laughs> and three a punt picks, return for a touchdown, and then a walk off punt return. You know how rare that is. Same thing with the Giants. That's what I'm telling Giants fans: flush that Dallas game. You never see those things happen. And and I'll go back to the Giants things, all the things that happened in that game. All of those things that happened in one game don't happen in a season. A 40-0 loss, a 7-0 sack battle, lose the turnover battle 3-0, a blocked field goal return for a touchdown, a pick six, all in the same game. It's fluky. It's week one. It never happens. Get it out of your head. Get it out of your mind. We're on to week two. 877-337-6666. Peter Schwartz is in here for the update. Let's hit the break and do that right about now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 